Right now, we're inside a computer program. Is it really so hard to believe? Your clothes are different, the plugs in your arms and head are gone. Your hair has changed. Your appearance now is what we call residual self-image. It is the mental projection of your digital self. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com. And by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com. And by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and now Spotify so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music and our patrons. Let me take another deep breath. Here we go. Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Water Boy, which is in the, he's in the chat room tonight, which I'm glad. Antaeus, there'll be a lot of people in the chat room tonight. It's going to be busy. Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. Nick at Cashley, one kind word. Butterfly Girl, and she just retired, so congratulations, Butterfly Girl. Loon Trackers, the Aussie geocacher, who is currently somewhere in California, I think, somewhere not in Australia, but he's headed back soon. Uh, Sodak Zach, the deadliest cashers, Terrell Two, Neil Moore, Team D and D, and Team D and D. Good luck uh, with you guys um, as you got the next Geo Woodstock. So we're praying for you guys. <laughs> uh, geocaching Adam, Peachy twelve seventy six, the no code geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic. Bricker John, Firesafe, FS Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, The Bruce Zero, EJK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK geocaching. Whoa, really? Oh, how about that? <laughs> who are those uh, people? Who are those people? Yeah. It's good jo- stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Just what Jesse's like. Hey, that's me. Josh Boggs and our new patrons, Carrot Killer, Korsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, our French friend, Pr- Brent, Tim07, Dave and Karen at Cash Canada, Tail Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, and Kozili. And I hope I got that one right. Kozili. I'm impressed. You like that? I actually yeah. put I actually put in the show notes because I asked, it's like, how do I say your GC name? And so they wrote it out for me, so I stuck it in the show notes. That's Co- funny. Kozili. Because I, as you know, I suck at re- re- reading the GC names. So if you'd like to become a patron... 
Head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get X tags, coins, other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. In fact, we're going to do one tonight after the show. We're going to be doing a our first, uh, what do we call it, Jesse? Our first out-of-bounds show? Yeah, off the record, out-of-bounds. We'll decide that later. Off the record, yeah. So we're yeah. going to do a patron off the record, sh- or it's not patrons off the record, uh, us off the record patron show. <laughs> so We'll come up with a better title than that. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me mention the four person that I just talked to who's back from a holiday, Jesse, a.k.a. Memphis Mafia. Hey, yeah, it seemed like I was gone for quite a while. I tried to log in from the airport and it just didn't work. So I really tried, but we were flying that day. So that sounds like you had a great time. Um, got to hang out a little bit with Cash Attic Mel and oh, yeah. South Carolina. And- oh, we had a blast and, uh, you know, got nine types in one day and signed a challenge for it and uh, got to take a bunch of pictures, get a bunch of caches uh, that day after the event that day. So it mm-hmm. was. That was fun. Yeah, she she made the unknowing mistake of going, I've never done that many types in one day. <laughs> the day was set after that. We were just going to cash randomly, and then uh, we were talking about it, and we're like, you know what? We've already done an event, a traditional, a puzzle. It's like, there's a virtual and an earth cash nearby. Well, we can get – so we ended up – if you include benchmarks, which this challenge did. I include them. It was them. a challenge for nine cash types in a day. Yep. And we had a blast going all over. Even ended up in North Carolina. So oh, it was, wow. Um, I got two states in one day and nine tight. It was a, it was a blast. That's awesome. How does someone Outside not include sunburns, sugar bite, and poison ivy? It was a great trip. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, chiggers, don't get me started on chiggers. Oh gosh, I was covered. I looked like an episode of Naked and Afraid. It was ridiculous. Oh my! All right, well, let's yeah, jump it. Let's, <laughs> that's bad. Let's jump right into show one hundred and two. Put that on YouTube. For, for, we, we probably should not. Probably not. <laughs> Let's not. Uh, 102 for June 10th as I welcome back to the show Jesse Tuttle and his first appearance, Brian Klinger. Both hey fr- both fresh off of a very successful Gigastock, which we'll talk about a little bit. And um, so welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. Looking forward to it. You bet. I'm so glad to have you two guys on. Um, more are you, Brian. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Dude is a lot cooler than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great night. We're jumping right in because we got so much. And um, I know the chat room is blowing up. So I know Jesse, uh, I'm going to I'm refer to, to my co-host as Memphis all night. So Memphis is going to watch the chat room. As, I'm going to try to watch it too some. But Tuttle, you're not allowed to watch the chat room, my friend. No, you can't. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, quick, quick. My favorite part of the show. I know, but you get distracted. You're like a you know, squirrel. Look out. Yeah, um, and we can't have two Jessies on the same show. We're just asking for trouble. Right. We are, dude. We are. So when I refer to Jesse, it's, it's Jesse Tuttle. When I refer to Memphis, of course, it's Memphis Mafia. So Brian, Brian, you're just Brian tonight. So sorry. Awesome. You're, you're K-Blast, right? Is that right? K-Blast. K K-Blast. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that one. We'll have to find out later what why K-Blast, but... We'll I can get tell you, but then we'll wait. You, you tell me when. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get to that in a moment. So, all right, quick email. I really need to read some of this because it's perfect for the Gigastock folks that are on tonight because I got this email um, this week, 
And I don't know if you guys were um, got to hear about this. And I think it's it's worth taking a moment to read. OK, so they sent an email it says, hello, Gary and Jesse. Congratulations on reaching 100 shows. And I hope to be hearing more, uh, many more hundreds in the future. I am a fairly new listener and you guys help me get through a day at work driving around the roads of the UK with you guys talking about. Uh, one of my favorite subjects, geocaching. I had just returned back to the UK after a week in Ohio to attend Gigastock. Woo! Um, y'all, y'all can do woos too sometimes. Woo! Yeah, okay, good. Wait, wait, I'm not wooing that. I didn't get to go. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get to go. I see you there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> right. We'll get into that. We'll get into flat. I attended a lot, actually. Flat Jesse was around all over the place. So, okay, so here it is. I was just, it was just me and my 15-year-old son, Oliver, and our first trip away geocaching and our first ever trip to the USA. As we expected, we met many cachers from all over the states and in the world. Despite having no transportation during our week, we had an amazing time for exploring an amazing city to watching the treasure film showing and finally getting the giga icon for good measure. Got a few benchmarks also to almost complete a full set of available icons. Just got to get ape and hq now we got a number of they got a total of 99 caches they had no transportation by the way during the trip i know that cool how annoying to leave at one short blah 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 so um with our own with our own transport we were unable with without our own transport we were unable to get to do everything we want to do but wouldn't change a thing about our trip up uh, apart from maybe a light, lighter weight fold-up Segway that fits under flight luggage, so forth. Now, here's here's the part that I found just amazing. I just want to send a public thank you to the many cashers we crossed paths with and interacted with online online during our stay. Some may know or heard of us as the mad English guys who were walking around Cincinnati doing the earth cache geo tour in the searing heat. We would clock up around 20 miles a day in the first three days of our trip around the city. It was at the Reds baseball game that offers of help came our way from many geocaches who offered lifts out to the further out earth caches so we could complete the geo tour. And as a thanks to one of our patrons, Cache Attic Mel, who helped out and took us about our remaining earth caches to help us complete the geo tour. Um, and they go on um, just to talk about how amazing uh, it was to um, be there with all the people and everybody who helped them. So um, keep up the good work. Happy caching, Brian and Oliver. It's BTCO and OW2003. So I thought that was amazing. And Jesse, I wanted you to definitely hear this, the fact that. Well, the funny thing is I've already heard that because I went caching – with Cash Attic Mail, and she told me this story before the email came in. <laughs> told you the whole story, but so 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 Jesse, um, hats off to your folks in Cincinnati, uh, your and the great geocachers who were there to help out and, and give them some rides. That's awesome. It's and that, that's just really cool. I just yeah, Isn't that awesome. Not not something we planned, but you know, yeah. What other venue with five plus thousand people? 12,000. You hang out and, uh, well, we'll mm-hmm. get to the numbers, right? What other type notes. of venue could you, like, hey, I want to go do these random things and find somebody nice like Mel to show up and just, oh, yeah, you know what? I'll drive you around. 
mm-hmm. that's that's cool because you can go pretty much anywhere across the country or even the the world and you can you can find some another cashier just to hang out with randomly like that so absolutely only in this game right oh yep. absolutely and, and so um just just so so grateful for everybody who and he really wanted to uh, he's like i re, you know i know you've got a busy show and but i was like no i'll take a minute i gotta read that because that's incredible <laughs> so all right uh we did a ducktales trackable giveaway and here they are so as people have already seen probably the ducktales trackables and we did one uh we gave away we actually gave away two last week because there you go there's there's one right there oh he's Whoop, gonna actually, did I show the wrong side no just, i didn't do that oh it's trying to <laughs> i don't know if that's readable or not right oops wrong side i meant to show that side right oh okay there you go i would never show my trackable number online of course not why why would yeah i mean why would you ever show a trackable number during a show that would be like probably not the thing you to do so and it's blasphemy so anyway um so um uh so we have one more trackable winner and that person is agent big d so agent big d congratulations uh you are the winner of uh, random.org the god of random.org whoever that god is uh picked you and you are the winner so i'll be sending you uh your trackable in the mail hopefully this week so cool so webcam watch this week we're so excited to get to our show that we're going to kind of speed through some of the news Yep. Here's my webcam watch. No change. <laughs> no change. <laughs> I actually got an email, but I want to keep it for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Memphis, nothing's happened yet. So yeah, I've got an email. We'll talk about it next week. So um, okay, and then a real quick mention of the big announcement that I can't mention. Don't you love that? Ooh. People hate that stuff. I think. I don't know. I'm ooh. hoping people love it. Go ahead yeah, and say it. And get ooh. everybody started for the first drink tonight. No. Oh yeah. There you go. That's yeah. Because we have so Brian. Just in case you wonder, that we have a drinking game. Um, that whenever I say that we're going to keep that for another show, then you have to drink for that because it's I, I say it all the time. Got it. Can't there wait. you go. So <laughs> for another show. We're going to uh, be making this really big announcement. I mean, we're got to be close, right, Memphis? I mean, we're 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 close, so we got to put some more pieces in place, so to speak. But uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really fun experiment. We had a major piece put in this week that we didn't even know was going to happen, and it really is kind of you're going to mess around and say something. No, I'm not. I'm just going to say <laughs> that we were able to add some more pieces to this whole puzzle, That's and right, yeah. it's going to be awesome. So, all right, It'll definitely what be kind of puzzle is that? Oh, see, no, 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 I can't do that. Nope, Jesse's going to drag me into something. So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Memphis, go ahead. You got another announcement? We're getting the show. Yeah, so um, uh, I wanted to make a quick shout-out for Father's Day. Uh, some of the, the guys and dads will not be on the show next week because of you know stuff with their family, so I want to shout it out this week. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I don't know if he's in the chat room or not, but my dad, I just got to uh, visit with my dad. He lives in another state, and – He's been going back and listening to our shows too, so he may be in the chat room. I don't know, but awesome. uh, he's probably lurking and hiding and just waiting to say something. You know, when I do something stupid, see that's why you're dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's been in the chat room and uh, and he listened to the shows, and it's pretty funny having family listen. You know, too, because he's started geocaching. And he travels a bunch too, so I want to shout out to Father's Day because I know many of us will be busy next weekend with family stuff. So if you don't yeah. make it to the show, Happy Father's Day already. Absolutely. Yep. Very, very thankful for that. And we'll mention it next week too, but by that point, 
Father's Day will be kind of mostly over, but it'll that's be mostly okay. over for a lot of people. Yep. Yep. Plus, I'm right. just excited to get started with the show. Yep. Um, okay. Let's get in. Let's get, let's get into this thing. But first, before we actually get into it, <laughs> we're going to do some discussion about GigaStock. And so we're mostly talking about augmented reality geocaching, but really the genesis of augmented, augmented reality geocaching is GigaStock. So first, Jesse Tuttle, give me your thoughts on GigaStock, and then we'll get into some other things about it. Yeah. <laughs> as, he, <laughs> as he tries to coalesce all of that into a couple seconds. No, a couple minutes. 18 months of work yep. into a couple seconds. Um, That's rough. <laughs> I, I will say it was an absolute honor to be part of what this community did and pulled together North America's first giga event. More than 12,000 people counted by Coney staff's operations team came in through our entrance. And, wow. and that was as of noon. Um, I, I just, uh, we had big plans. We, and, but I mean, who, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was a great experience to say the least. Go ahead, Brian. What was the number as you said? 12,000 visitors counted as of noon. 3,032 vehicles with 12,000 heads. They actually had extra staff on hand um, coming in, counting heads of uh, people in cars. Uh, why do you have there to be an go. overachiever? That's like five. <laughs> that's like 24 megas. What's wrong with you? Uh, right? That's, you got to be an overachiever. And do it all in one I time. never all realized that 24 megas. That's true. I posted a mega before. I never realized 24 megas. Good job. <laughs> So is 12th the biggest um, giga yet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And yet, Neil, I am a little bit. Oh, uh, you're, you're reading the chat room, aren't you? Uh, no. No? Okay. No, yes, okay. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, um, no, it just happened to coincide with a, a chat in the chat room. I didn't happen to call <laughs> someone out by name. Um, but, uh, no, it's uh, moving forward here. There's a lot coming out of uh as you like to call it, Giga Stock, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, the ambassador team's moving forward. There's a lot of things. The website's migrating to a new domain, uh, probably something like Cincinnati.geowoodstock.com or US. Okay. Um, Very cool. The, uh, uh, part of the migration, there's going to become a new photo gallery where people can upload their pictures oh, cool. and create like an online scrapbook. By the way, Klinger is part of that. Oh, sweet. Uh, he's going to be helping Very head cool. that up if no one noticed his uh, call out for pictures in the community group. I, I quickly poached him after that. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, you know, Woodstock was, um, it, it was a first for a lot of things. Um, not only was it the uh, first giga in all of North America, but the entire Western Hemisphere, which does encompass part of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first Woodstock at an amusement park. And mm-hmm. we were the first one to bring augmented. I wasn't necessarily. My team developed it. It was Klinger's idea. It's um, There was a huge group of ambassadors, 50 ambassadors, I believe, that volunteered to um, beta test this over a couple-month period. Um, but to bring about augmented reality geocaches to the center stage of the community. Awesome. And to put it specifically, they were lab caches. They were lab caches, um, 
but built in a way that could qualify for regular caches. Right. But yeah, we did them as labs and uh, yeah. So I had a quick question. Can people still purchase items or is the store pretty much shut down? Um, we are, we've had, we've been working on the inventory greatly, but, uh, okay. uh, yes, the store will come back up, uh, sometime this month we'll put out an, an announcement. People okay. will be able to pick up some stuff there. Cool. Yeah. yeah we've had a huge request about that of being able to get more, um, event coins and product and so forth. Yeah. Definitely let us know. We'll mention it on the show because I think that, um, everything was so cool. I love, um, I even put it back here. Um, the, one of the coins that I love that. Where is it? I got to grab it. It's such a cool coin. By chance, it wasn't the red button coin. Was it? No, that would be a, that was, that's a cool one too. I meant just the, the standard one was just, I oh, love yeah. the, where's the, so it's on the back, I think. Yeah. The logo yeah. was designed by Chris Mackey originally. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Amber took and, um, morphed it into the coin with the back and everything. I, I really, I mean, it's it's a nice, solid coin. And I love the, um, you know, I, and the back is just so cool. I just, it's just, I mean, you went just of all, there's so many cool things in the store that, that people yeah. can, and hopefully I know a lot of it's going to be gone, but still I, 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 um, I really liked the logo. I loved how you guys did it. And there were so many cool items. It's like, Oh my gosh. It's like, you know, you almost need to spread out your purchases. So hopefully, you know, when it comes back, there's people to be like, okay, I can, I can buy stuff again. So, uh, (laughs) so, all right. Very cool. Um, yeah. So for someone who was there, um, 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 you know, wasn't part of, of, of your, of that team part. So I got to kind of be sort of in a sense on the outside a little bit watching and I think it went tremendous and something we talked about before the show is um the people we're not going to talk about all the haters um that's the only mention we're going to mention is people are going to hate and they're just going to hate regardless and so um that's just the way it is it just happens always though right it's always always happen. you're always gonna you people. know what I, I in all honesty um it's been an absolute blessing to be part of this and the community support that's been poured out um it's mm-hmm. it's quite breathtaking so you know, it's Good. there's going to be hiccups anywhere. Anytime you're working with so many organizations mm-hmm. um, to put on an event with so many people, there's going to be hiccups. But you know, it's I I, I would do it again if it hasn't been done. Maybe just but it's been done, so I'm not doing it again. Do like six thousand people. <laughs> do I do a smaller one? Well, yeah, just do a small one with like six thousand people. <laughs> yeah, right. Golly. Um, when we're dealing with the haters and everything, the, mm-hmm. the thing that I, I, I brought away from this is just keeping in mind that if we don't want any haters, then we don't do anything new, interesting, or exciting. Right. Uh, right. What fun would that be? Same old, same old, then no one's going to hate anything, and it'll just be the same thing that you always had. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, That's a good point, Brian. And we may have not had AR caches brought to this stage so soon. Right. Well, and think about it, too. So this is how lab caches are supposed to work, right? Now we can, everybody can say that this was already on the board and just coincidence or whatever, but you have lab caches, you talk about it ahead of time, they're AR, and now we have this experiment that we're trying. That's what lab caches are supposed to be from the very beginning. You get to try something new and temporary, see if it works, tons of people do them. Now the next stage would be geocaching coming out and saying, hey, now we're going to experiment for a short period of time and see if this could be a real cache type. So 
this is how I hope to see more things like that coming, right? Y'all tried something new. It could have flopped. People tended to like them. That's great. Now we get an experiment where we get to play around with the type in the real world, in the real caching world. So, yeah. So, you yes. can't ask for anything more. At, you know, that's another first. Oh, You've absolutely. actually done lab caches how they're supposed to be and not just, you know, read this off a sign and you got it. <laughs> you mean golf you balls in a bucket you didn't risk. find the right one? <laughs> right. right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, um, and, but that's exactly what it's supposed to do, right? And now, look at this. We get to play with AR caches, and we're now we're we have a whole new thing to to really try that we haven't had something new like this in a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the reason I mentioned the golf balls in a bucket is someone mm -hmm. said, "Hey, Jesse, what are you doing for lab caches?" I said, "I don't know. I'll probably put golf balls in a bucket, put a word on it, and you got to dig and find it." So I probably should re <laughs> recruit K Blast to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Last thing about the haters and everything is just that. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to be mean and hateful and other thing, but it's another thing to be helpful too. There are people who are actually providing some helpful input. Yeah. And I oh, really yeah. that the Texas Geo Woodstock and all the other mm. gigas that happen in Germany and all over the place learn from what happened here so that they can make things better next time. That's the way it should always be. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Brian. That that's a very good point. Um, all right, so let's get into the the topic. And so so Brian, start um, I want to start first with because K-Blast, I'm, I'm intrigued. So where did you get the name K-Blast? All right. K-Blast came about before I ever got into geocaching. It was actually on our license plate. Um, we adopted two kids, my wife and I. Uh, we adopted Ooh. two girls. That's and, wonderful. Uh, yeah. And, and it was – my name is Brian. My wife's name is Lisa. We adopted Allison and Shelby. They came with built-in names. And I started thinking, B-L-A-S, what could come after that if we ever <laughs> had a kid? And I told my wife, if we ever have a kid, we have to name him. His first name has to – to begin with a T. T. This blast sounds really, really cool. <laughs> it does. And so, uh, we we surprised he we had we got my wife got pregnant and we uh, ended up naming him Trey. So Yay. it's Brian, Lisa, Allison, Shelby, Trey, and the K is for the Clinger. So Clinger right. and all of our names we came up with K Blast. K Blast, awesome. that is awesome, isn't it? That's awesome. So, That's all awesome. right, so. Let me ask you two guys this. So, and just, we'll kind of go back and forth, but um, I know Jesse, you you had um, so much to deal with. When did you decide, or how did it come about this idea? Um, and what was the interaction between you, you and and Brian, as far as going that you were going to even do augmented reality geocache labs? Um, it was earlier this year we were meeting up to uh, tour the venue. He was um, sharing some of his ideas that he's been – okay, Brian, my entire team, um, especially Ryan Simmel and um, Scott Miller and chat's going to know this very well. Mm. I, I, my entire team's good at putting up with me and following up <laughs> while I'm not. So, uh, you know, he's been brewing on ideas for six months, you know, since the announcement. We met up earlier this year. Um walked the venue, checked it out. And he goes, Hey, so here's what I have going on. And he started laying it out for me. And, uh, he showed me an app that was beta testing or something, um, that included augmented reality and said, I would really like to do something with augmented reality. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said, Hey, I love that idea. Um, let's explore this. And, uh, but let's find a way to do it so that, you know, it's it's possible within the geocaching rules, because I think this is something that could be continued forward. Right. So, so Brian, so what, where, how, where was the genesis even in your mind of this whole concept? 
I always thought that augmented reality was something that was going to happen at some point that it, there was going to become much more standard and much more uh, out there. People could use it and be, uh, regular Joes could start putting this kind of stuff out. I knew it was coming at some point. Right. And then I started seeing a couple apps that were being advertised. Hey, come try out my new augmented reality. And I started trying to reach out to them and go, hey, I'd really like to do this. I could put your app in front of over 10,000 people. And they never got back to me. But uh, then I talked to Jesse about it, and I, I didn't even realize that that kind of technology was available for use with just a regular browser. It's not. Jesse's the one who came up with the right. team and putting that all together. And we I was, built that from the, the ground up. I was so pumped that that was mm-hmm. able to be well, – we were able to do that because it's so much easier to go to your browser, obviously, yeah. than it is to go have to download an app and go through all that. So I sure. was – incredible you know um from from my end of it um i heard nothing but great things because lab caches is you know because memphis and i we love we love lab caches but we've all and i know you guys do too we've all had um different experiences um memphis and i we, we ran into some issues when we were in tyler but nothing big it was just things you have to work through for a lab cache. What I heard, and I don't know if, Brian, if you guys heard this as well, but people loved it, and they and you, and, uh, you could walk up, you could do a lab cache, and this is something I know you guys had as a goal. You could walk up, you could do a lab cache fairly quickly. It wasn't like you want the, – the amount of time that people did a lab cache was like perfect. It wasn't like you walk up and stare at a name and go, oh, there's a name. Or it wasn't like, okay, uh, 20 minutes in and I still can't get this thing open and I can't get to, to you know, I want I need to move on and do something else, but I can't get this lab cache to, to fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and that was one of the, I had two rules for all the lab caches that I made. And one was make sure it's quick. It can be done in 15 to 30 seconds because there's just a lot of people that are going to go through and you just look at the sheer numbers you got to have that or else you'll end up with crazy lines. I mean, there were already lines in the lab cache tent, as everyone keeps pointing out. But uh, it would just be so much worse if it took much longer. And the second part was that it was something that couldn't break easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, the augmented reality, you know, for those that got it working, they could do 10 caches, you know, using that same same reality as using the, using the same uh, browser and being able to go through and find them all. So I didn't, I wasn't there, obviously. Did y'all have yours, lab caches with a, how did you finish yours? With a code or with a physical cache for them to find? The, all of the augmented reality, they, they had a, a code word that they had to plug in uh, for each of the 30 caches. We did 10 augmented reality, 10 that were go out to the uh, venue and start looking around the area to find out about things about Coney Island, and 10 that were just creative caches that I've, I've recruited a bunch of people from all over, all over the nation to put these together. Uh, so um, that, that's the way we built it. And it was all just a word. And then I had a final as well uh, that gave out prizes to the first hundred to solve all 30 and put together a little puzzle that I put together. Mm. Cool. It's a great idea. I mean, it, re- it really was. Um, so, the the augmented reality ones, and this is kind of interesting, is that, um, and we don't know, 
maybe one day we'll get the behind the scenes story from mm-hmm. you know because I know Rock Chalk will tell us some 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 stuff after the fact, but you know it it was um, like this week I think. Well, yeah, it was earlier this week because we had another show planned for this Sunday and we switched gears right. and we switched shows because we heard about this um, through a post and. That's why, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm so appreciative of, of Jesse and Brian being available because <laughs> what I hit up Jesse, what night was it, Jesse, that I, I, I sent him a note and I go, hey, can you guys come on the show? And it's like in the middle of <laughs> so, I, it was just a couple days ago. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Wednesday. No, it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was the it's, seventh. Yeah, and it was like so. Just so appreciative of you guys, and we switched gears to talk about AR. Um, so, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, guess. as we transition from the lab caches that kind of spurred a lot of this on to mm-hmm. the future of it, right? A few things I want to get them before we the yeah the absolutely go ahead. room is blowing up, so I'm trying to keep up with it. Sure. A few of the questions coming up. Well, He's playing with one right now. The uh, a few of the questions that are coming up are, (laughs) you know, what do you think it'll still lead to a physical cache? How are the how are they going to separate them out? Will be a new icon, and I know we don't know some of these things, but um, and uh, what were the other ones in here? I'm trying to keep up with all the ones in here right now. Uh, Well, Brian, go ahead and why don't you address those those two, and I'll get the other ones. And Memphis will Uh, find the others. I, I pulled a Jesse on you. I was reading the little thing on the side when you guys said, hey, stuff in the side. So I was reading that and totally missed what you asked. So go ahead and try that again on me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the questions, the chat room is already running forward faster than we can keep up with it today because this did, is interesting. Right? We haven't had something new in a long time. How are they identified? And right now they're identified with AR and the underline and whatever the uh, title is. Underscore, yep. yep. The question will be, in the future, do you think it'll be its own icon or is this just another part of – mystery cache and then uh do you think it'll always lead to a physical cache or will this be a whole new thing that'll be just only virtual i believe that personally that at least for the next few years this is just going to be another type of mystery that just seems to be the way that ground speak has done it in the past and uh it, it takes That's a lot cool. to we've all seen it the, the, they don't really like creating new icons because it creates a whole new headache for them all the way around on the website and everything. We, we've seen this before when people brought up other possibilities for uh, their own icon. So I just personally believe it's just going to stick around with the mystery. I think it may end up with an attribute at some point, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's my opinion. Um, and then as far as uh, will it eventually be something where you just go out and find an AR. I think mm-hmm. the geocaching was built around finding an actual container. So I think, again, this is just me speculating. I think that it's going to stick with a mystery type thing where you go and find a container at the end, as opposed to it being its own standalone AR. That That's my opinion mm-hmm. uh, from what I've seen. Gary, do you think the same? Yeah, I, I can't see them changing. They're pretty adamant about it's got to have a there has to be a final it has to be physical and it's going to have to have a logbook inside of it i mean that's from what i can tell that from talking to them and and trying to get other things pushed through cuz i've tried different things on well technically that's a logbook nope can't do it so um i think that there's going to be i i really do believe that but within that though 
can be very cool. And I know uh, Memphis, you want to show. Let's <clears> take. Why don't we take a minute um, while we're kind of in in that mode? Let's. Um, I'm gonna have you take the reins, and if you would show something. And I know um, uh, Jesse Tuttle was talking about the. He can comment on this as well. But so if you'll do a screen share, Memphis, on. I will uh, on the what we talked about earlier. Yeah, the reverse. Okay. As I do that, I'm going to throw something else out that just came okay. from the chat room. That's very sure. interesting. Go ahead. Uh, and I, I feel like I'm Jesse right now. Like, squirrel just went by, right? <laughs> but the chat room's going crazy. And uh, somebody said that they have to be inside. And that prompts the question, why would – I mean, outside. But that prompts the question, mm-hmm. why would they? they this could to. lead to indoor things like at museums and other stuff like that because, Jeep, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. So that's interesting, I think. That is, that is very interesting. Um, All right. Yeah, we so actually, it's interesting you said that we had a um, local museum that reached out to us after Woodstock and asked if we could use our target-based um, ARs and build something for them. So how oh. interesting is that that now we could have, you know, the game could be inside and then the container could either be inside or outside. Right. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. So, all right, I'll show the one that, as you, if you want to talk about it as I get yeah, pulled up. Yeah, go ahead. You're going to yeah, pull it up and um, go ahead and um, – do a full screen on that puppy so all right so memphis is working on one uh, this is metaframe by the way metaverse metaverse i keep saying metaframe metaverse uh in case people are wondering um it'll be in the chat room but it's um go meta.io is the website yeah, here or it is you, so yeah there you go people can see it yep so this is pretty easy so i jumped on as soon as this came out and uh, you can log in and have a you know a screen name. And one of the first ones I built was just uh, just a simple you know layover or overlay or whatever. And you talk to the person and they give you the final coordinates and you go to the second stage and do it. But then I thought I'd experiment with for people that have seen this so far. This is what the layout looks like. And if you built a uh, if you built a where I go before, this is kind of like a visual version of a where I go. Mm-hmm. But you have the frames. You have a lot to choose from. Oops, I, I don't want to show that one. I don't know if that's the final coordinates there. Um, so this one just it, it does talking. It does then it does a uh, an overlay, and you take a picture, and it saves to a wall, and then it tells you you did it, and it goes to the final. Sure. But the interesting thing here is this one. So this is a reverse webcam. So this is just one idea of something you could do with it. Here's what a reverse webcam does. Right. Of course, these are all me experimenting, right? But uh. People were getting on. This is not even published yet. People have been getting on Metaverse and really getting ideas. Right. All these are, I assume, cashers or people that are on Metaverse <laughs> doing Sid- their own. Hey, there's Sid- somebody we know. Sydney got on there, Shermanier 18, uh, and she did it. So a- with a webcam overlay on it, and people can take their pictures. So it's kind of like a reverse <laughs> webcam. And that's right. just one of the possibilities, right? So now we don't have webcams anymore. We have virtual reality or augmented reality. Now we can – there's a lot of things, I think. And I know we've got a list of a lot of things, but – this is just one, and those could. That took all of ten minutes to build. It was super easy. Yeah. Um, and that's just one of the selections on one of the platforms. And this is not even made for geocaching. This okay. is just an app that already existed. So I think that's going to be the possibilities here are going to be pretty interesting. Yep. Um, so, um, so Jesse and Brian, what what are what are some of your thoughts on this one? I'll- 
I'm going to jump in because of the metaverse. I, want, I know Jesse's excited to be talking about some things that he's got in the in the pipeline. But yeah, no, go I'm going to the metaverse. I spent some time on that, mm-hmm. and uh, I love the the idea behind it. I love that there are lots of possibilities there. Um, I did find a place to make sure that it's uh, a location based. I know that there's some bugs in it that I've heard people talking about on the on the forums. Uh, yeah. If you haven't if you haven't been there yet, the, there's a, a forum uh, in the geocaching. Uh, board where they're they're talking about the AR caches and how metaverse is working and everything else but i i really like the idea of coming up with something that isn't just another um intercache or another where i go want to be i want to do something where the ar is actually doing something interesting yes the ar is doing something that could only be done with ar or something that really stuff i love the reverse the reverse webcam idea oh, yeah phenomenal and i think it's a lot of fun and it really speaks to geocachers everywhere so uh i i love what's going on with metaverse i'm working on trying to build something myself that's um something i want to build a really awesome experience for people to be able to go through so i want to point out the chat room too because it's just blowing up tonight but i don't want to let it get by Mm -hmm. judy vaughn is in the chat room and she was on that wall (laughs) (laughs) that one of her pictures of her (laughs) one of the pictures of her that's awesome that's great um yeah, um, somebody else that might be in there. She yeah, Judy Vaughn's there. Um, I don't know if she's on yet. Um, uh, Kuna Bud's going to help us out, but oh, there she is. She's on there. Sherry. Um, Sherry. Sherry Seiler is in the chat room. Sherry Seiler was the first to find the first test AR in Arkansas. So, um, Sherry, thanks for being in the chat room. If you want to. Give a quick note in the chat room about the experience, and uh, we'll we'll comment on that. So, um, so she didn't make a note. Somebody says coming down July first to get your AR caches. Who, I wonder who she's talking to. Oh well. Um, all right. So Brian, I, I I agree with you. Going back to the talk, this is something I think that that you and both you and Jesse Tuttle are going to, I wouldn't say struggle with, but. You guys are going to want to do really cool stuff, and <laughs> and because I know I can see that I can see this going on, and you're going to look at uh, look at this. And metaverse is very simple. It's got some cool features, but I think one thing, and I don't know if there's any way to keep this from happening, and that is um, to make something so dirt simple that it almost smacks in the face of ar you know it's like this is an ar cache this sucks i mean you know what i mean well and i look at it and say that an ar cache is like any other cache Mm because there's a lot of caches out there that kind of suck right (laughs) that's true so by the way he was the owner of a website called epicgeocaching.com so he he looks for epic stuff oh sweet very cool but but you're right. I mean, but but what what might happen though is people will get dip their toe in. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a new, a new geocacher. They they go, wow, I I found an LPC. I wonder if I can if wonder if I can like hide an LPC. They get started in the game and then they go from that to sort of gadget. You know what I'm saying? There's there's hope. I is is kind of the way I'm saying it. Do you agree there? Because there's hope for the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's part of why I'm not worried about trying to be one of the first ones in Ohio. I just want to put out something really awesome that will help give other people ideas for something awesome. 
uh, like Memphis just came up with a really awesome idea. And I hope that, uh, you know, a lot of states can put something like that out. And I think that it, it's like somebody put in the chat room, like WV Tim, he puts out these gadget caches. He wasn't the first gadget cache guy, but he's the first one to really start pushing it mm-hmm. and promoting it and ha- trying to help other people do really, really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, well, okay. I want to kind of jump ahead. Um, let me go back to, let me go back to Jesse Tuttle. So, um, the so you got with Brian, you, you got this plan going, um, and you sort of carried it carried it through. Um, so now we get this word this week about AR geocaches. Um, what is AFK's? Can you talk about your plan, or how much of it can you talk about that you're hoping for? Um. Quite a bit because uh, see, I like uh, I like I can get, <laughs> getting Jesse Tuttle to talk. It's awesome. Go ahead, Sorry. <sighs> spill it, buddy. Uh, spill it all right now. Try to be very careful about what I share and what I say because spill it our out. involvement in so many organizations and activities and projects, <laughs> I, I have to be careful. It's just Why cool. start now? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend right there. It's it's just the four of us. There's not a hundred people watching in the chat room. No, no. John, Paul, Simmel, all those people's not in chat going to promote, provoke me here in a moment. I'm sure. That's okay. Talk about what you talk about, what you can talk about. Let's do that. uh, Well, you know, from what I see here in the future of AR and what's possible, I'm not really sure yet. Um, Sure. Geocaching HQ and uh, our team kind of came at this uh, apparently you know around the same time independently um we really put it on the forefront of stuff but uh uh, we are uh, our original goal was to build a community-based platform that would enable you know most anyone uh the question was just popped up, and thanks, Scott, for tagging me in and distracting me. Yes. Um, Scott <laughs> said, uh, will you be able to release the browser-based code your team developed? Yes and no. Um, you know, let me – I will include that now that you mentioned it. Thank you. So um, we really wanted to provide a community-based platform that people could go and develop augmented reality geocaches um, kind of like where I goes, where that you can um, now have a platform that's a you know more click and build, drag and drop, pre built stuff um, that you know uh, anyone can really participate with. Um, when you hit publish, the um, it goes live within the system, and now you are provided all the content you need. Um, most importantly, no matter what type it is, is the link that you use into your geocache um, and you mm-hmm. say, hey, click here to start your AR experience. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we will probably not release our code. So if anyone knows much about augmented reality development, it is almost always, and I, from what I see, about a 99.998% of the time, um, app-based mm-hmm. um, because that's the only way to utilize all the system resources. If anyone noticed, you know, as you were in the lab cache area, Brian, I wasn't, but there was a number of people that may have had a hard time getting it to load on a platform. I don't know, iOS. Um, 
from bugs that they that has been around for years, but they just recently fixed. Um, oh, and so people were probably there with really old iOS versions, out of date, or mm -hmm. you know, there was a couple. You know, there's how many different makers of Android phones, and how many different web browsers are there, and now you're creating something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most AR developers that do mobile development focus on two things: number one, iOS; number two, Android. You only have two platforms to deal with. Right. The reason why mobile browser-based has never been done before is now you're bringing in multiple platforms um, on one, you know, iOS and Android on one of them. Android, you have dozens of different makers, each with their own hardware profile and processors and um, how they handle back-end JavaScripting and uh, processes. You have... Uh, a dozen plus different browsers that now you're trying to cater to all these needs. And on top of that, you're now dealing with multiple cell phone carriers that have different restrictions on data um, limits. And so we had to narrow it down and go, okay, we are going to do for Woodstock, the introduction. Um, and you know, there we call them within our team, simple targets, um, where that it's a low data consumption, mostly text with a texture and animation. Um, the reason was, is we did not want to kill people's uh, data plans. Right. <laughs> They're traveling. And, you know, if we're pushing a lot of 3D figures and we're pushing a lot of other stuff out to you, it's you're going to have massive data consumption. Sure. The entire data consumption of these was like two megs, which is nearly nothing. Right. Um, that there's images, you know, most pictures that someone would send you and you open it up is going to be larger than what we pushed out to people as they participated. Okay. Um, very cool. And so, you know, we, we took a stance of, um, where that, uh, uh, we wanted to fit within the guy. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, I, was telling, oh. I was telling my family they just walked in. Oh, <laughs> we're podcasting. Yeah. Not only does the chat distract me, thanks <laughs> JP also for tagging my name. I noticed that Brian's little, sh which is like a one inch by one inch on my screen. I was like, I guess he needs me. No, real, real quick, just because you're talking, just because you're talking yeah. about it. I play tested this. I'm a school teacher, and it's funny you're talking about the different, uh, different platforms that are out there. Oh, yeah. I play tested it at my school. And all of the high schoolers, every single one of their phones worked perfectly. When I handed it to the teachers, all three of them broke. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that tells you kind of how this whole Sweet. thing worked out. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so I got I got questions really for all three of you um, because, and we'll try to keep up with. Like you said, it's. Love the chat room. You guys are doing great. Keep asking your questions. Yeah, uh, definitely. Ryan Semmel, you cannot, you're, you're banned from now on because you said that iOS sucked. So, uh, no, so, I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Has an iPhone. I'm yes, kidding, I agree buddy. With All right. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, question. go ahead, Memphis. Um, the AR caches on the search, I've been keeping the search kind of like we do the webcam search. It's going up as we do this show. And, uh, DNF magazine yes, in the chat room. Theirs went live. Theirs just got published during this show. That's awesome. I didn't get a notification. I want to know where this is so I can go after first to find. I need to get out of here. <laughs> I need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> a few more minutes and you'll be able to go after them. There, I see that there's 29. Is that the there's count that you got? Yeah. 29, yeah. I saw one that's interesting. It's AR underscore rescuing signal. 
and they put the trademark on it. It's like, how'd you get away with putting signal in your name of your? Okay, I'm not. I'm getting distracted. I'm kind of like you guys. I'm being, I'm being distracted. So, You're getting off track already. I know. All right. All right. Let me. Okay. Let me back. Basically, where people need to go for now to do to make some. Yeah. Um, Can I chime in something? Because it was something Scott yeah. asked, and it, I think it's going to be really cool. So we, as we are launching this community-based platform, mm-hmm. we, uh, we're we building it in kind of uh, um, the initial first launch will be the target, simple targets. And then there's other types of AR caching experiences that's coming. But we're working on an advanced feature where that if someone knows, so any game developers in the chat or anyone that does um, 3D game development um, knows the two big engines. I'm not going to name drop them here, but uh, mm-hmm. one of them focuses uh, really, you know, all the big um, iOS and Android apps and everything that are games use them to build their games now. So, okay. um, but they focus very heavily on JavaScripting. Mm-hmm. If you know JavaScripting, um, we will uh, have a um, down the road a way to make your own augmented reality cache. Yes, that is it. Or is a developer or someone that knows about game development in the chat. How cool. Um, nice. <laughs> where that you could actually use JavaScripting to then build your own within a framework um, so that you can build an AR cache unlike any others, even that you couldn't do in Metaverse or anywhere else. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That was the Bruce Zero. Uh, yep. Um, okay. Yep. Memphis, will, uh, I want to get to that. I want to ask Brian. Um, so Brian, uh, when we have a couple things, a couple notes of types of AR caching experiences. So if somebody were to, and some of this again, maybe down the road, but give people prime the pump a little bit as far as, uh, excitement level, because I think there's several things that people can do. What are some thoughts? And I know some of it is going to depend on geocaching.com and so forth and so on. But what are some thoughts you have about potential mm-hmm. AR geocaches that that are potential out there? Just within the past week, you know, I, I've been talking to a lot of people about this because they heard that I was going to be on your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew about, obviously, the ARs that I did at Geo Woodstock. And so we've been talking about different kinds of things that they could build. Right now, obviously, a lot of them are built around Metaverse because they are looking to see what Metaverse allows. That seems to be the most stable platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people are, are, are talking about creating uh, quizzes where they, they just ask a, have a quiz that can be done just about anywhere. And at the end of the quiz, you get the coordinates to where the final is. Um, I personally am looking forward more to going out to a location and actually seeing an AR standing there or, or something that is uh, presents itself to you that you only see when you go to that location. Mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of stuff that sounds the, the coolest to me, the most interesting. Yeah. And then um, seeing some of the stuff in Metaverse about going into portals where you walk into this 3D world where you look around and you can see uh, it's a complete uh, immersion in augmented reality where you're not even in a parking lot anymore. You've walked into uh, Bruno Mars' video. Uh, I see. I've seen some of these things already in Metaverse. Uh, I've been playing around with it, mm-hmm. and some of the things that other people have created within Metaverse, and it's just so many possibilities. I, I get excited, like I said, looking forward to what the new cool thing will be, what the new uh, gadget cache of ARs or the new <laughs> uh, Arduino of of right. AR. 
I, I, it's it's going to keep building and it's going to get better and better. And I, I get really excited about that. There was one that I saw the other day and I shared it with Memphis because I thought this was really cool. But the idea was uh, and you could do it like at a quiz too or whatever you could you can uh, you can build on this. But the idea was you got to a point in the AR and when you clicked on if you got it correct, it opened a video and this person had a video very short, but you watched the video and they had the chords in the video so like they would pan their there's this across the screen and then all of a sudden there's the north coordinates and then it waits a second and then it moves over and does the west coordinates it's like oh that's cool so you can incorporate video into the experience i mean that's to me was something brand new yeah it was kind of cool because you know i know you could kind of do that before but um you know again that was just kind of a was to me, that was like, wow, people are starting to think outside the box a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm a little familiar with geofencing. I know some people may not be familiar with the term, but maybe you could talk about um, – and I know Memphis is familiar with it because um, being a big fan of where I go, um, mm-hmm. it, it uses a lot of that. So could you create um, – uh, the idea of creating sort of, in a sense, a fence or a wall that you can't, like, if you walk outside of it or if, you know, you, you kind of are outside the boundaries, you need to start over kind of thing maybe or kind of like, a, like a where I go. If you don't do it right, you kind of have to go back a stage or. That's you know. uh, I think that's all going to be possible, okay. right? So in where it goes, you can do a lot of that stuff now. And, and which begs the question, right, with this AR platform and that always changing them, updating it, because where I goes hadn't been updated in a long time. Right. Is AR basically going to be the new where I go? Mm. They haven't done anything with where I goes in a long time. They, mm. I think they were investigating it from what they were. They told us when I talked to some people there, maybe they investigated it and maybe they're kind of waiting on that to see if the AR is going to be the new where I go. There is a downside to that, of course, but sure. Well, a, you can add videos and stuff like that to it, which is great. But as of now, it doesn't work outside of cell service. So oh, where that, I go does. That's a good question. Yeah. So from y'all's but experience. There may be a way in the future to have an offline version yeah, of it. Is there a way that people could do this offline up in the up in the mountains, Brian, do you think? or it, I From right now. With the way cell service is working, you could obviously build something that you can do from your home. You know, you can you can take a reverse where I go or a reverse webcam picture from you inside your house, and then it gives you the coordinates to then go outside. But you're not actually doing the AR outside where you don't have the cell service. So okay. I can see some possibilities currently. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to play that, right? If you're using video and everything else, but I, I think it's. The possibility. This is the biggest thing that's happened since. Biggest possibility of a thing that's Possible. happened since I've been in geocaching. Because we don't know that it's going to happen, right? It may be a three month or one month thing, and then it's over. It's gone. Yeah. Well, I think they're committed to three months, right, Jesse Tuttle? They're committed to three yes, months. Yes. Yes. Sorry, um, my wheels they're are fine. sitting here spinning. I'm actually. I'm. <laughs> Thank you. I'm destroying your. Um, uh, uh, notes here. I saw that. Show. I'm watching your notes <laughs> because okay. I'm actually taking notes, and I'm like, "This is seriously amazing ideas." Uh, yeah, we could actually make offline augmented reality happen um, by making downloadable data packets, so that you go to do this, and when you hit it, 
um, to experience it. We could make it as a, a packet file where that you download it, and then when you go to view it, mm-hmm. um, the data is stored on your phone in an encrypt uh, in a uh, right. like a zipped up package Little file. Okay, that would definitely be possible to do. Oh wow! So that's that just opens. Sorry, up I'm, I, I'm sitting here spinning as a developer no, thinking that's... on this. That well, is this, really that's cool. where this is going to go, right? People that have the creativity. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of, just like there are with Where I Goes, Play Anywhere ones where you do a quiz at home and then you go find it. But there's going to be, you know, the little Sherpa that takes you up Mount Everest, or there's going to be a lot of things that really get creative, and video games are in there, and videos that you interact with. There's going to, just like with every other cache type, there's going to be your basic level. But what's really going to be exciting is the the next level stuff that people do. Yeah. yeah all those other things are going to be uh the the really exciting part of it and i think um before we uh before we run out of time i think this is one of the exciting things about our show is that besides y'all being on here and we get the information right out from the very beginning um just like wv tim and the people that help other people this is one of the first advanced things that's come out since we've been doing Mm -hmm. this show we will absolutely be helping people walk through the beginning and sharing all the advanced ideas and doing walkthroughs as a matter of fact, after the show, we're going to talk about some ideas with you know the the, the stuff that's going to be out for patrons and stuff to start off with. But yeah. we're going to share this stuff. We're not talking about how to camouflage a, a container. People yeah. got that. We're talking yeah. about this is you, you're into it. You're digging in. You want to be one of the first people to do it in your state. You want to get out and do something really advanced. This is what our show is really yeah. all about. So this is, is going to be some fun. Exactly. This is the wheelhouse for Geocache Talk. This is what we... This is what we pride ourselves on is the fact that we do this kind of this is this is really the meat and potatoes of geocache talk is the advanced type things like this. So, Brian, you I know you want you you'd had a yeah. thought earlier. I just want to toss out there one last thing. Just the mm-hmm. three months that people are talking about with Groundspeak, uh, what we built at at uh, Geo Woodstock was meant to be something that could be used as a mystery cache before the AR possibilities even came out. I think the three-month trial is to see how people react to having to download an app mm-hmm. that is outside of the geocaching app. Yep. I still think AR is going to last beyond September no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I think that at some point, uh, they're either going to decide yes or no on using an, uh, a, a third-party app. I think that that's what this three-month test is for. I think AR is going to be there regardless, and people are going to allow for that uh, within the mystery no matter what, I think that's going to be around for forever. Yes. Yeah. And you know, Brian's right there because, um, currently if a developer with the skill set came to the table, um, to build augmented reality with a mobile browser based, um, no app to download, no user accounts needed and to make it available to people, you can do that. Um, and that is exactly why the Woodstock labs were built the way they were. Um, but I think you're right, Brian, where that they're testing the concept of do people want to have to download an Android or iPhone app, make user accounts, um, and qualify these services for potential further, um, community development or not. Yeah. So I think the three months also, you know the question that's going to come up, and somebody brought it up, and I'm glad they did. I was waiting until somebody brought it up in the chat room. There is going to be that segment that says, I don't have a smartphone. I cash only with a GPSR, and this is not fair. You made Brian laugh. That's not true. 
right? That's, so yes, you can't do this without a smartphone. Teamwork you, required attribute. <laughs> right. Um, guess what? There's chirp. There's scuba. There's mountain climbs. There's D5, rappelling. D5, T5, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. There's not going to be any game that would be worth anything if everybody could do every part of it. It would right. be no fun. So I like the idea that they're adding something new. And, you know, it may be that a lot of people don't like this, but I think some people will. Just like, you know, there's a lot of – there's that one cache type, that really boring one I won't mention, Earth caches. But some people don't like to go for <laughs> hey, that. I think you just mentioned that. But anyway. Oh, ahead. whoops. Did I let that slip out? You I didn't let it slip mean, out. Um, outside of a tour or anything, I'm not, you're not going to mention that that's no. Um, but there's, there's different types for everybody. And there's some types that you may never want to do. I, I hope we don't have a lot of people complaining going, Oh, this is dumb. This is not geocaching because that puts a cramp on mm -hmm. them trying to expand and try new things. So I think it's going to be, I really hope people will try this out, put some out, uh, and are positive about the responses. So we can add a little more to the game. Even if it's not for them, just don't be negative. Just stay out of that, you know? Uh, oh, somebody just mentioned put scuba attributes on AR. Oh, <laughs> no! oh my gosh. Oh, so much stuff happening. That's Bad a good T5, D5. What I, can tell you, what, what I will say for all of our people that are listening to the show and you mm -hmm. know all that other stuff and this, this big network and family or whatever, yep. we will help everybody get into this and try them out. And we're going to be talking about this stuff and this is we're going to help people really get on board with this. Yeah, in fact, and we're about to go around the room and, and wrap up tonight. But yeah, so something that even Memphis I talked about before is we are going to be doing a video just um, and Brian, again, I know it's sort of cringeworthy a little bit, but we're going to at least get people in. Now, they're not going to be great. They're going to be. But I, I've had a lot of people who are like they don't even know how to dip their toe into augmented reality and they have no idea where to start so we're going to give them at least a push into how to at least create a very simple one but the idea though i think is and memphis and i both probably are in full agreement of the fact that we want them then to well and and, and memphis got he's only been around it now for a few days and he already found the reverse where i reverse webcam so i think if we get more people to dip their toe in, I think we're going to find more people digging deeper. Mm -hmm. I think it's phenomenal. I look forward to people learning how to do this and dipping their toes in and giving this a shot. Um, I just know that for me personally, I want to make sure that I'm putting out something that's that's really uh, using it to the full extent that I, I know how to do it. So that, yep. that I love that people are going to be able to do this. I think yep. it's exciting. So with that, why don't you go ahead, Brian? I'm gonna. I'll start with you and give us some of your final thoughts, some some other things that you want to to mention tonight. And I'm gonna start with you. We'll go from you to to Mr. Jesse Tuttle, and then we'll go to Memphis, and we'll wrap up for the night. So, Brian, what are some of your thoughts? Sure. My final thoughts are are just people have to go in and try. It, right. it, you're not gonna be able to do anything if you just keep talking about it. If you keep uh, saying, I don't know how to do this. I can't do this. Go to the website, give it a try, look up some of the, talk to some people, uh, look in the forums, see what people have already been trying and, and got working, maybe not working. And, and then just do it, go out, give it a shot. You've got three months to pull this off, uh, before we decide, you know, before Groundspeak decides what they're going to do with this. 
take advantage of it, make it happen, and get out there. I, that's that's my final thought. I want to see a lot of this happening. Oh, very cool. All right, uh, Mr. Tuttle. What am I supposed to talk about? I've been watching chat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're done. We're going over to no. no. Uh, golly, how can I recover from this? Uh, just give us, give us, give us your final thoughts on augmented reality geocaching and uh, your uh, being on geocache talk again for I, I, maybe the last time. I'm kidding. No. Okay. What are your um, thoughts? Give us your final, give us a wrap up. I'm really jacked about what I'm seeing it, just from this show in the live chat, that handful, mm-hmm. you know, the 5,000, 12,000 people you have in the chat or whatever. Right. But the, the comments and the ideas flowing in, um, I put a couple in the show notes. I'm actually have a word document now, literally documenting ideas that's coming in because um, there's so much excitement and possibilities here, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to commit my AR development team to making as many of these ideas possible in a click and build experiences. You know that we can do so that it furthers what is possible in the geocaching community. Um, I, I'm passionate about serving the community and uh, just giving back. It's um, the geocaching community has just been a wonderful outlet. Um, for my family to be able to serve and participate with. And um, it's, you know, everything from, you know, um, Jesse's uh, Memphis's favorite Earthcast Geotour that we own and uh, (laughs) Gigastock and now this and Mm -hmm. Trackles API site we're developing and everything that we we are privileged to be able to be part of. This this is one of the most exciting things on our plate and we are um, really pushing – um, all of our development towards this. So, um, you know, it's it's nice that we actually have a development team dedicated towards this, and it's not our uh, core team that does other stuff. So um, they, they're just cooking, though. I'm loving this. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Memphis. Oh, gosh, I'm scribbling notes because <laughs> just like Jesse, I, there's so many ideas that are coming up. I, You know, it's it's – Ridiculous. There's so many possibilities. Just like with uh, with um, where I goes, I got yeah. into those a long time ago. And there's a lot of correlation here, right? So I got into oh, where yeah. I goes a long time ago. And why I like him is because it's almost a whole platform unto itself, even inside geocaching. So there's so much you can do with them. Um, and just like you know, with the ARs, you're going to have to start small to get people used to them. And then you get really creative with them or whatever. Um, but uh, what I really hope, and you know, it's is that people aren't negative about this. They look at it as a chance to try something new um, and get in, learn about them, go try to find some, and then help others near them. You know, hey, yeah, there's this other guy that's maybe a technophobe or doesn't know much about computers. Help your fellow cashier out. Just like the Where I Go workshops, I've done them, everybody's done them. We've had people that didn't even have their own computer help, and by the end, they had their own Where I Go help people do that and that's i think where our show you know assuming they don't get rid of where it goes and i don't have to you know go burn down headquarters um and they keep a physical cache at the end of this i'm very happy about the possibilities but as far as our show goes um one of the things we're really going to be talking about in the future and this fits into it perfectly is really filling that right side of the grid for cashers to get past that beginning stuff and try something new like this 
mm-hmm. and try to publish new cache types and try to you know really become a full well-rounded cacher this is just another example of that yeah and we're going to jump in and do our part with this and i hope everybody that that we touch with this does mm-hmm. the same for their fellow cachers and their local group and we get to spread it out and really saturate some for the the three months so it's a viable type that we can keep and this is an exciting new thing so this yep. is something brand new that we're trying jump in and be positive is what I would say. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Um, so kind of in, for, for, as far as a wrap up again, Brian, thank you so much for being on. You, you really, uh, really appreciate you coming on and, and giving some sanity to the, to the three of us. Uh, it's been, it's been great. Uh, you know, you're sort of the, you've been the glue tonight, which I've, I appreciate cause we can go off through the other, we can go off in so many different, of course I know you can go off in your own, own tangents as well, but, but I appreciate you being on and, and, um, Mr. Tuttle, I, I'm just, um, I really am in awe of, of, uh, all that you have done in the past and what you're planning in the future. Um, I know that you, you end up taking a lot of guff from various people, um, which I think is unfounded. I, I think you've been wonderful, uh, to, uh, to take so much on and to have done so much, uh, with Gigastock. Um, it, it, I was blown away. Uh, it, it was an incredible experience for, for Susan and I, and I, I can't tell you, um, you, you know, your, your, your team was great. Um, you know, I, you. I, I kid about Ryan and, 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 and Scott and different people, but Ryan was like running around, like sweating profusely, setting stuff up. And he was so gracious to everybody. And I just, I love Ryan and, and um, um, uh, really all the team. Scott Miller was great. Uh, everybody on your team it was tremendous. So you, you really did pick, uh, you've got an all-star crew and um, it, it was, I can't, tell you how much uh it uh, how wonderful it was it really was uh uh an amazing thing so uh, and i'm excited to see what you guys you. come up with uh really co- going forward and you know like memphis said we're we've got um we've got a whole new ball game now to to to, to think about and to be to be part of and um, we've already got like i said we've got this huge announcement coming up and I don't know. We might be able to incorporate this into our in, uh, into our huge announcement that we've been planning now for, gosh, I don't know. It's been a few months, and we can't roll it out yet. But uh, just stay tuned because it is groundbreaking. It's it's something that no other podcast has ever done, and I can't tell you. I'm so excited. I, I and I and Jesse's going to kill me one day because I'm going to probably spit it out, and he's going to like, no, we're not ready for it yet. But anyway, all right. Enough of that. Um, so coming up on the show next week, uh, we're going to do favorite finds part two. Sound familiar? <laughs> That's what we were going to do this Sunday. So we switched it around. So it's now show 103 will be favorite finds part two. We did part one and we had really great uh, feedback on part one. And so people are pretty excited about part two. So that's coming up next week. Two weeks out, we've got um, – I also had to call a little bit of an audible on that one. The geocaching vlogger is going to Germany, and so we want to hear about his experiences and all the things that happened uh, while he was doing that. So that's in two weeks. And then – By the way, for any yeah. uh, Germans that meet him, he has a couple hundred really nice trackable tags he's going to uh, he be dishing out. And it's designed – we made them, and uh, they were designed by John Paul Barr, which is in the chat room oh, from yeah. Estonia. A top European designer. 
That's right. John Paul Barr. He'll, he's going to be on our show uh, coming up in this summer. Um, John Paul Barr, which is like, it's like, I don't know, 4 a.m. in the morning over there right now. Uh, so hats off to John Paul. Man, I'm so glad you you made it into the show. And yes, I actually got to see those. I got a little sneak peek, uh, Jesse, on those. Uh, those trackables are really cool. So definitely go check out um, Joshua's uh, events that he's doing in Germany. If you're over there, uh, we do have a lot of German listeners. So definitely check out the geocaching vlogger and um, go meet him and, and get you one of those cool trackables. And then in three weeks, the aforementioned Ryan Simmel will be back on the show. We're going to talk about the national trail system. 50th anniversary is this year. And so Ryan's going to come on and we're going to talk about um, all the cool things going on this year about the national trail system. So, all right, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocache talk, uh, at Gary Slinkard. Uh, Instagram is geocache talk or Memphis mafia. Um, uh, and Facebook is facebook.com forward slash geocache talk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, lots of places. And also, definitely on the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see the and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. And did somebody have something they wanted to say before I wrap up completely? No? Okay. I thought I saw a hand come up. Jesse, did you I'm just trying to keep up with the chat room. Everybody's pretty excited. So. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I can't chat, even type fast enough. Can't even type, but you better wrap up because the show's about to end. So, And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go find and build an AR geocache and then go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Woo! 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 There we go. <laughs> that's awesome. Let's say I found it.